Hello and welcome to Backchat, your podcast all about scoliosis, yoga and back care. My name is Christine Jaregiberry. I'm a yoga teacher, creator of the Yogaberry Yoga for Scoliosis community and YouTube channel. And this show is all about supporting you on your scoliosis journey. So if you're looking for practical advice and inspiration on how to manage the condition with yoga and movement, then you're in the right place. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Backchat. Welcome to Move with Scoliosis, which is your channel for everything movement with and for scoliosis. My name is Christine Jaregiberry. Um, I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a Pilates teacher. And today we're going to be talking about twisting movements or postures, especially in yoga. In yoga, we do have a lot of twists and standing and lying down and sitting um, so we're going to be talking about those now the questions um, so basically why I'm doing this one of them was <clears throat> these questions come up all the time and I'm running a course called the practice transformation um, which starts in February where we kind of go through all the different um, all the best kind of yoga poses for scoliosis we go through all the, the different things that you might have to be aware of. And there's always this big questions about twists. Should I be twisting? Should I not be twisting? Which way around should I be twisting? Which way should I not be uh, twisting? Is it safe to twist? So you might have all these questions. If you've got all these questions, then stick around and we will try to answer them for you. Um, now we have, I did get a lot of questions already from the, from the Facebook group. Well, a lot of questions. I've got some really good ones that I really want to go through. But then obviously there are some people here live as well. So feel free to ask your questions. Um, so Donna is waiting already and she is saying she's got her notebook ready. Um, because it's one of the things that she was confused about. So yes, absolutely. It's always, don't worry, Donna, you're not on your own with this. It causes a huge amount of um, confusion. And actually in the practice transformation, this was kind of the section I probably changed the most over the years um, because I kind of, I changed my mind a little bit about these, these twists, about um, what to do and what not to do and yeah it's always one that as I said causes confusion we're not sure which way to twist what is the purpose of a twist obviously as well so if you're here live and you're not driving or doing anything else let me know some yoga poses um, that you're not sure about twists obviously today because that is our topic so there might be a particular one because there's a number of them, right, um, that you are maybe not sure about. So I'm going to let you use the chat for this. But in the meantime, I've got Mr. Spine ready here. Now, at the moment, he does not have a scoliosis. As you can see, he's got quite a straight spine because he's been under traction. He's been hanging basically for long periods of time which actually made his spine straighter. Now I do not suggest this as a, as a um, method of treatment, even though traction is a very good idea. Um, so 
twists. If we imagine he's got, well, let's turn him. Well, you've got his back to you now. I've got his front to me. If he had scoliosis, his spine would be something like this. And then you would see that there's also, it's not just a side bend, but there's also a rotation going on. And basically, it's the side that is convex. Remember, it's this side that is convex here. This side is concave. And that's the side that is twisted backwards towards you. So these little knobbly bits and the spine, the spine's processes that you can feel along your spine, they will actually be pointing a little bit more towards the concave side. This is why it's sometimes really difficult to just feel the scoliosis. You do not get the full picture just kind of feeling along the spine. It's not just that you would feel your spine over to the side. No, it's, it's a little bit um, trickier than that. So that's one of the important things to know. Now, you might be like really confused now. It's like, ugh, you know, what, what does this even mean? You can feel this in your body, right? So if you have a, a lumbar scoliosis, for example, like me, so I've got a left lumbar scoliosis, that's my main curvature. Bring your hands around the waist and have a little feel around. And you might feel that the side that is convex, which for me is the left side, feels a little bit um, bulkier on that left side. So this is part of the rotation. So basically, you kind of rotate it in this direction. So the right side comes forwards and the left side goes back. So let me know. I'm hoping that this makes sense so far. Don't worry if not. And again, in, in the course, if you are taking the course, I know some of you have taken it a few times already. Um, we do go through these things over and over again because sometimes you just have to hear them a few times. Then you have to experience them a few times in your body and then you might have to hear it again. So that's just how it works with learning. But um, hi, Laura. Laura is here from Buenos Aires as well. Fabulous. Um, so I'm going to read you the first question and then we're going to be doing, as you can see, I'm on my yoga mat today. So this is going to be practical. So we're actually going to do the poses as well. I'm not just going to talk about these. So this is from Pam and she is saying, so she posted in the Facebook group. And she said, twists of all variety are a regular feature of most general yoga classes. I agree. I understand these can take me further into my rotation. And I know my emphasis should be on lengthening. Okay, she has attended, I believe she is one of our Shine members as well. I think she attended the um, S-curve workshop that we did recently. So she understands this, that lengthening is a, is a really, really good concept. What else should I know in order to participate safely? So this is her question. So she is saying basically, that's what I hear from this. Uh, Christine, I understand that lengthening poses are a lot better for me than twists, but I still love my yoga class and I still want to go to my regular yoga classes. And there are a lot of twists. So please tell me what I can do. So this is what I'm hearing from this. So let's go through this. Are you willing to practice with me right now? 
If so, grab a chair and we'll have a look at a seated twist. So I'm gonna take my chair and I'm simply gonna sit down here. So hoping you can still see me. Yes, you can, okay. So the, the reason why I'm going to, so this is basically to um, really take it back to basics for a twist, because as soon as we sit down on the floor, um, there are other things that will come in the way. So it might be your hips that are maybe a little bit stiff um, if you're sitting on the floor. Um, there's other elements that come into this equation. So this is why I'm, I am sitting here on the chair. So from there, let's just simply have a little go at twisting. So by the way, if you have a spinal fusion, I should have said this, this is this is very, very different concept, right? This is for everyone who does not have a fusion. If you do have a fusion, your fusion kind of dictates where you're going. However, if you do not have a fusion, have a little play around with this going to one side and going to the other side. So I'm kind of using the back of my chair to know how far I'm going. So I feel straight away, if I go to my left, I am basically like an owl. I can turn all the way around. Going to the right is a little bit more of a tricky situation. So I can't go as far here. I am a lot more restricted in this way. So let me know in the chat if um, you're um, experiencing this right now. Maybe you've got a different curve pattern here. And just let me know what your experience is. Is it different from one side to the other? So obviously what we could conclude from this is like, well, actually, if it's hard to go to the right, that's probably the side I need to practice a little bit more. So this is kind of, this is great thinking, obviously. Yes, it's more difficult. Um, maybe it just needs a little bit more work. Now, what we have to keep in mind though, is that with every scoliosis, there is a compensation. So there's always, because you are not walking around like this, so this would be Mr. Spine with just one curvature, and he would be walking around like this with his head kind of, tilted over to the side, collapsed in one side. Now, very rarely, unless you have a neurological problem, will you be walking around like this. Most likely, your eyes are level to the horizon. So always, 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 will you have a compensating curve below, below or above your major curvature? Maybe you already have, like I know Laura, for example, has a very even S-curve where, yes, the lumbar one is a little bit bigger, but she also has quite a pronounced thoracic curve at the, at the same time. Even there, on top and below these curves, will there be another compensation? It might be very small and it might not even be visible um, on an X-ray. Um, but it is still there and it might just be in terms of the rotation. So I'm going to pause here to see um, 
if that makes sense for everyone. So I'm going to have a little look. Sorry, my eyes are <laughs> not great. So I'm really having to look far here. So I'm Laura saying I'm always so afraid of that. Uh, the rotation in the chair. OK, tell me what you're afraid of. What bad things are going to happen? And Donna saying, yes, I have a 40 degree left lumbar, 25 right thoracic. It feels about the same, but a little easier on the left. Okay, that that makes perfect sense to me, Donna, because you obviously have two curvatures. So we already know that obviously once you go into one direction, one of your curves will be very happy because they're like, oh, we know this, this is familiar. And then when you go into the other direction, the other curve will be like, oh, this is familiar. We like it, right? So, and and obviously going to the left is a little bit easier for you because that is your, your bigger curvature. So what do we do in this case, right? And I would really, really love to hear um, what Laura is saying. So she's saying, I fear that something breaks in my back. Okay, now I promise you, nothing is going to break in your back, even if you twist into the wrong direction. Um, spines are incredibly strong and resilient. They are, right. Having said this, obviously, there is a condition called osteoporosis. And even in this condition, it's now actually been advised, there's always been this debate about, oh, you should not twist with, with osteoporosis. But now they've actually reduced it so much that, that they're now saying um, it's okay to twist, just don't do it with force and don't do it with load. So meaning like, like a weighted twist is not a good idea. If you have severe osteoporosis and if you are not used to movement. So this is the good news, right? Most of you here, you're perfectly fine um, even going into the wrong direction. You are not going to break. Okay, what would be um, yours, mine, right rotation? Okay, you have, to, you have to clarify this a little bit more. So for me, I, she's right. So I have a right compensating curve. So I did tell you I've got a left lumbar curve but I also have a right compensation. So it is harder for me to twist to the right because my left lumbar curve is, is kind of holding me back. But the thoracic is actually quite enjoying this. This is kind of the familiar way of twisting. Okay, question for later. I'm gonna read it later because I wanna keep us on track to finish this one. Right, so what we need to do now is we need to think about how we can create this length and then still do the twist. Because Pam was saying she doesn't want to just say, oh, I'm not going to ever do twist anymore. Give me a, a solution. How can I still do my twist? So I'm going to say to you, Pam, if you know your curve pattern and if you have done the practice transformation, you know that it's really important to know this and we go through all the details of that. You think about how can you think about those convex sides mm, coming in towards the center. So that's how I think about it. 
if I'm in my curve pattern, I would kind of be like, try not to do it, but I would be kind of over here towards the side. So I'm thinking about how can I come out of it? I need to draw in from the waist. I need to think about the thoracic coming in. Already, I've got so much more length. I'm lengthening through the crown of the head. And then with this newfound length, can I turn? And you can see I turn so much less. There is so much less twisting. Can you see that? I'm actually, and I am not, it's not that I'm holding back. I still feel it. I still feel the squeeze. I still feel the stretch. I feel the, 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 um, that twist, but I'm really focusing on keeping the length. And that is a completely different experience. So this would be my left side. And then this would be my right side. Now, interestingly enough, magically, all of the sudden, the right side is my good side. <laughs> and <laughs> there are many reasons for this. Um, too many probably to, to, to go through this. But this would, would be my advice for you, Pam. How can you do your twists mm, by respecting what is going on in your spine? Where does your curve pattern naturally want to, to take you? And then can you create the length, first of all, before you then twist? So the chair is a really, really good place to practice this because if you then come into anything, and I'm sure you're going to ask me about things like um, this one, revolved triangle pose, right? This is a completely, there's so many different elements going on there. The twist could come from your feet. The twist could come from your hips. The twist... I can cheat in this pose completely. I don't even, I did not even use a lot of rotation to do this. Um, but it's very, very difficult to narrow it down. So this is why I would suggest you start with that chair twist, practice this, and then I'm sure it will teach you so much that you can then take into the other poses. Okay. So let's go to Donna. So Donna saying, question for later. I have osteoporosis. I have been doing Dr. Uh, Lauren Fishman's 12 poses, but I'm not sure um, if I should be modifying. So I don't, I know Dr. Fishman very well. He's been on the on back chat a few times already. Um, I don't know the 12 poses exactly. So you're gonna have to tell me. <laughs> basically which which ones are there um very very likely i if you are doing them every day donna i would probably modify them some of them okay and this leads me to the next question which is amy's amy is saying in my pilates class every week the instructor gets us to do forward folds bending down to reach our toes is this something i'm safe doing every week or should i do something else Great question, Amy. Thank you so much. So what I would say to that, first of all, what I picked out was every week. So I'm hearing here, she's doing this class every week. She did not say I'm doing it every day. 
my reply would probably be a little bit different if she said this is a daily class but she did say actually it's a class that i do once a week so that's one of the things if you're doing this once a week i am more likely to say it's fine something that you do once a week is not going to have a huge impact at the end of the day so i'm not telling you not to go to to your yoga class i i do think it will make a big impact obviously on you um, but in terms of changing your posture once a week is probably not going to do it so in a way that's the good news because you can use that yoga class to experiment with lots of different things now she is also saying am i safe meaning Amy, is Amy safe in doing those forward bends? And she's talking about this, reaching for her toes every week. Okay. So I don't know Amy, <laughs> unfortunately. So I would need probably a little bit more information in order to say, Amy, um, you are safe doing this. That is one thing. Um, so there would be factors of how progressive is your scoliosis? Do you have any other conditions? Um, do you have osteoporosis? Um, how old are you? Um, have you had any injuries? Have you had any problems with discs? Um, anything like that. So it, it's just not enough information to say mm, it's safe for you or it's not safe for you. But what I can say, and this is important to understand, and this is why I bring this into this session here today. Whenever you do a forward bend, uh, forward bend, flexion, this is called flexion in the spine. With every time you flex the spine, you are also rotating it. So this is why uh, health professionals will do the Adams forward bend test, which it, it looks exactly like that. You touch your toes, they look at your back and see how much rotation there is. So this is really, really important to understand. So every time you round your spine, you're also rotating. Okay, so I haven't I haven't said, by the way, that you should not be doing this. But this is what you need to understand. So Laura is saying, is uh, so Uttanasana, so the standing forward bend is relieving for her. So she enjoys that stretch. And again, I know Laura, she's got a significant severe scoliosis, but she's strong. She's, you know, she does pretty much all my classes. She's uh, flexible. She's strong in her body. I'm not worried whatsoever if she does Uttanasana, even though she might be going into a little bit of rotation, right? So for her, it's absolutely fine. For somebody else, my, my answer um, might be slightly different. So <laughs> Amy, um, this is something maybe to consider. And again, you could always reach out and let me know um, if you if you want to go through a little bit more kind of more assessment to know if this is something you should be doing. But as you're doing it every week, I think you're okay, right? You're 
didn't tell me that you're doing it every day. So um, don't worry too much about it. Okay, then we've got sad question. I love this one. So this is Laura, who's also here. She submitted this in advance. Is it safer doing rotation and twists, lying back with feet flat on the ground, then on your feet and sitting down? Do you want to give me some poses? Or I will just kind of guess what you what you mean. So I'm guessing she means so lying down. What have we got? We've got our we do this a lot. We do the windscreen wiper legs. That's a twist in a way. Um, we've got forgot the Sanskrit name. If anybody can help me out, but we've got a reclining twist here. He was doing the osteopor osteoporosis. This might be in there. I don't know. Um, oh, probably not, though. So this would be another twist, right? This is quite a strong spinal twist, bringing the knees over to the side. What else have we got? We might have something like this, taking the leg over and just kind of <laughs> making things up as I go because um, I don't do a huge amount of twists. In, uh, except for that, the, the windscreen wiper legs. So that would be some lying down. Then in sitting, you've got things like this, obviously, and then in standing, you might have that revolved triangle. Um, what else have we got? Revolving half, half moon. Um, what else? Can anyone else think of some other twisting poses? We've got something like this as well. Revolving uh, Nasana. So there is a, a few of those um, standing poses obviously around. So Laura's question was, is it safer doing them lying on your back um, with the feet flat on the ground than standing up or sitting. So again, my question would be, who is this question for? Um, how many times are we talking about? Are we making this movement? And then the most important thing is what is actually happening in this movement, right? So this is again, this is a big part of the practice transformation. I go on about this over and over again, what is the intention? What is the purpose of the pose? And that very, very soon will tell you um, how safe or how appropriate this might be for you. So what I mean by this, if you're lying on your back and you do your windscreen, wipe, windscreen wiper legs, this is pretty much a hip movement, right? You can you can try this out. If you just do like a little knees from side to side action, there's not much of my spine really involved doing this. If, however, I bring my knees in towards the chest and then bring my legs over to the side, which I suggest you do not do if you have a spinal fusion, then that is a full-on spinal twist. So both of them are twists, 
while one of them is happening more in the hips and one of them is happening more in the thoracic spine. So in general, I prefer um, smaller twists, as you know, anybody who's been practicing with me, <laughs> most of the time less is more. Um, what I don't like so much about the one lying on the, on the back, knees in, is that the legs are the leverage. I'm, I'm hoping that this makes sense, but it's the legs that are forcing me into the twist. So no would be my answer. Not necessarily are they safer when you're lying on the floor because it depends on what you do and how you do it. So when there is leverage, and this might be, obviously I'm hoping nobody um, pushes you into a twist. I would not advise that at all. But the legs are heavy. Well, my legs are definitely heavy. <laughs> the bones are heavy. So when I do this pose and I let my legs kind of drop over to the side, that is quite a lot of force. So that's one of the ones they can sometimes, in, in yin yoga, we do do those poses. Again, yin yoga is something that I maybe do, and I love it, but I do it like once every two months, maybe, maximum. It's not something that I would suggest to anyone, even doing on a weekly basis, because it's all passive. Um, so I could go on and on about this forever, obviously, but I just want to make sure I actually answer that question. So no, I don't think that it's necessarily safer when you're lying on the, on the ground. Um, it all depends on how you do it. How do you do the pose? Can you respect your body and whatever is going on in your particular body? That might be scoliosis, it might be osteoporosis, there might be other things going on as well. Um, what, why are you doing this twist? And we don't always know, obviously, what the teacher's intention is with this twist. But the more you practice yoga poses, the more you understand um, what is happening in a, in a pose. So one last thing about this, and this is kind of a crash course on, on twists. If we look at the spine, We've got the different vertebrae of the spine. Now, this is a model, obviously, um, that is uh, put together with hinges and you know screws and, and all of that. But it pretty much mimics the, the way that a, that a human spine works. We have a lot of, and you can try this out, rotation in these upper vertebrae, even though Mr. Spine is a little bit stiff, I have to say. But we know this, right? If you turn your head, Hopefully, <laughs> there's a lot of rotation going on. We also have a lot of rotation in this upper blue part of the spine. Those thoracic vertebrae, they are designed to twist because you want to be able to look around, around you to look out for danger, obviously, if you were, uh, you know, living in the wild. <laughs> but you want to make sure you can turn around in your car, right? These are all their, their functional movements. So that upper thoracic spine is designed to twist. This part is not, allowed, is not supposed to be twisting very much. There's about 10 degrees of twisting in these vertebrae here at the bottom. That is not a lot. 
So that part does not twist, but your hips, your legs can twist. Your knees can twist a little bit. If you've ever had a knee injury, you know this as well. Um, and your ankles and feet can twist as well. So you could be, and again, you can try this out, could be standing here. I know you can't see my head, but you don't need to. You need to see my feet. I can keep my spine perfectly neutral, but guess what? I can still turn around. And where is this twist happening? It's happening in my ankles and in my feet. And this is, again, something that we need to understand uh, when we talk about compensations. This is a really important subject for anyone with a spinal fusion because there'll be compensation going on all the time. So, um, yes, big topic. What about Marichyasana? Right, Marichyasana. Um, which one is that again? Is that this one? I have a feeling it's this one. It's a seated twist, right? If, you, if somebody can just confirm, because I can't look up the Sanskrit at the moment. Yes. Okay, thanks, Laura. Okay, the problem I have with this particular twist is the, um, un, is the asymmetry of the legs in this position. So the minute I cross over one leg over the other, so much is changing, right? My left hip starts to hike up, which actually is quite useful for my particular um, scoliosis. So I don't mind that so much. But there is another element of rotation going on. And then I go into my twist. So there's so many kind of moving parts. And really going into one side, and I picked this one side, <laughs> I'm literally just hanging out in my scoliosis pattern. My right thoracic is being rounded here. My left is going backwards. It's it's just a, it's a scoliosis pose, really. I'm completely in my scoliosis. If I go the other way, um, yes, it's harder. It's probably a little bit more productive, but still, and if I do this too much, I can feel it in my SI joint. So I can feel it in my hips. Not to say that I can't do it. So again, if I go to a yoga class and uh, the teacher teaches it, and I go there once a week, I will do the pose, right? I am, I know myself, I'm strong enough. I, I do plenty of other things. I do my Pilates, I do my yoga for scoliosis. So I'm okay, I'm not going to break. <laughs> Nothing bad is going to happen to me um, if I do this pose. But I know it's not something that I should be doing on a, on a daily basis. I'm just not gonna get anything out of it. It's It's nothing really that, um, where I would see the benefit right now. Good. So let me see. Is there Are there any other questions right now? I know that this was a lot, and I don't want to overwhelm you either. <laughs> so, yes. So, yeah, exactly. So, Marichiasana was that, that seated pose. Well, thanks for confirming. 
And yeah, always think about why you are doing things, right? And what do you want to get out of it? Active twists are much more preferable to passive ones. So this is why I do like the more active Pilates twists, which would be uh, something like this. So we would kind of um, really think about how can we turn without using any leverage. So leverage would be using your arms. That would take you around a little bit further. But can I do this actively? So this, for me, for my body, is actually beneficial, right? Because I do want to be able to move and I do want to be able to rotate my thoracic spine. Um, same with Laura was saying with, with her Uttanasana. She does want to be able to round her spine because she wants to be able to pick up things from the floor. So we don't want to lose that ability, obviously. Um, but we need to think about how we do it. Okay. Big E, you have any videos on rotated pelvis? Yes, another whole big topic, obviously. I've got so much content on this YouTube channel and I apologize if you find this overwhelming. Um, we do have a quiz that you can take that will take you to some of the, the content. We kind of guide you through a lot, of, a lot of this content so that you're not like, oh my goodness, Christine, there's like, 300 videos on here, which ones should I watch? <laughs> so if you take that quiz, um, it would give you, it would start you off with some suggestions. But yes, um, if you search for uneven hips, there is definitely a video on that one. Um, so yeah, have a look at that. Course by scoliosis, obviously, yes. Rotated pelvis, very much course by scoliosis. Good. Donna saying, I went to PT at my healthcare provider. He was somewhat helpful. <laughs> okay. Always good to find someone who's somewhat helpful. Gave me some exercise. I asked him about hanging from pull-up bar and he said, yes, I should do a daily thoughts. Okay. This is another one where I would need a little bit more information. But very briefly, you know, I've got this bar wall here uh, because I do use it for well, for my yoga poses, but also for traction. So hanging, this would be a semi-hanging pose. That's what I would be doing. I would not be hanging, you know, I can, and obviously I'm too tall for this one, but I would not be kind of free hanging for uh, on a daily basis, um, simply because that's going to stress my shoulders a lot. And I don't need that personally. Um, also, you have to ask yourself how strong and how flexible are your joints. So if you have any type of um, hypermobility, Donna, and you can, there is a, a test that you can do to find out if you're hypermobile. I would not be free hanging on a, on a pull-up bar. So I would keep my feet on the ground and you can still create that length. So I'm hoping that that helps. <laughs> Good, lovely everyone. This was a very enjoyable session for me, definitely. I love talking about all this stuff, as you know. Um, check out the link about the practice transformation if you haven't done it already. 
if you've had if you have done it in the past you will have received um, a discount code as well in case you want to do that again because it's the only time that i'm doing this this year in the live version so meaning you've got all your pre-recorded content for this course so there's four modules that we've got um, we go through different sections body awareness strengthening um, mobility and all of that and then we have the live sessions for q a's and additional practice there as well so it's a really really great way to um, really dive deep for five weeks it will go over it will go, go on for five weeks practice together with everybody else you obviously get my input as well my thoughts and um, I can look at you on the on the screen if we're doing the practice, if you want to kind of troubleshoot things. So it's a great way to um, transform your practice. That's where the name comes from. And it will really, really help you so much with your understanding of your own body because it will make you practice. And this is something I cannot repeat more. Um, well, <laughs> can't repeat it often enough. It only works if you actually do it. So you can watch all the YouTube videos you want. It's only going to make a difference if you actually practice. Good. Okay, Donna saying, thanks, that makes sense. My shoulders are not that strong. He wanted me to do pull-ups and there was no way. <laughs> yes, you might have to slowly build up your, your strength for that. Yes, I... Um, it, it's easier said than done, right? Uh, you you will get there, you will build up your strength and then you will be able to do your pull-ups, but you might have to um, take, take it slowly. Okay, so Laura saying, oops, I always hang free and I feel great doing it and creating space. My shoulders seem to be strong enough. There you go, Laura, you're answering. Well, it wasn't a question, but she's saying she's strong, she can do it. And that's, you know, that's great. That's fine. So I'm not saying this isn't for anyone. I'm saying that for me at the moment, I'm not doing it because I'm really focused on building up more stability and strength in my shoulders. Um, I am, I tend to be on the, on the hypermobile side as well in some of my joints, in the arms, uh, elbows and shoulders. So that's not... That's why I am not doing it, basically. So always make your decisions based on your own body, not anybody else's, um, because that's not really useful. Good, lovely, everyone. I'm going to leave you here. Thank you so much for participating, for asking all your wonderful questions. Thank you to Pam, Amy, and Laura for submitting your questions in advance. They were great, really, really good questions. Um, I really enjoyed this and yeah, have a lovely day. Have a lovely rest of the day and I will see you very soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did, I would be super grateful if, if you could leave me a five-star rating and review, which will help me to create lots more amazing content. If you have any questions or suggestions, reach out to me on Instagram at yogaberry.scoliosis or visit my website at www.yogaberry.net.